instead of just having you live your best life ever in 2020, let's make sure your email list does too. So that you do, because it's like both of you. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back. My inbox bestie is bestie is Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your ear holes today. I have to give you a little bit of a warning and I feel a little bit bad for my podcast editor, but my kids are home today. And I was like, you know what? The show needs to go on because I need to talk to you about planning for 2020, especially because last week's episode, I kind of bait and switched you. I said we were going to talk about 2020, but then we ended up actually talking to Amy Landino about her new book, A Good Morning, Good Life, and really her mantra of just, she was tired of seeing people who said they had all these goals and aspirations just not have time and really prioritize it to get it done. So absolutely love that episode. Uh, love chatting with Amy. Again, I'm a member of her Shine Squad. And maybe on Friday, we'll talk about potentially having an inbox besties, besties sort of club like Amy has, because I really, really liked it. There's some logistical things that will need to work out. But we're gonna actually chat more about that on Friday, because Friday, you guys are gonna have a bonus besties episode. Originally, I was gonna kind of smack my views of 2019 onto this episode. And I'm like, no, I want to keep this more of a masterclass, something that you guys could have easily have paid for. And we're going to chat on Friday in a special bonus episode of kind of me going through this process. And like I said, my thoughts of 2019, what's coming in 2020, what worked, what didn't work, all of that juicy goodness. So in order to really rock it for 2020, there's sort of three general phases and there's a couple of different parts. And then at the end, guys, don't worry, I'm going to tell you like, hey, if you only can do two of these things total out of all the stuff we're going to talk about, focus on these two things, especially for my people who are really time strapped. But I did want to give you guys the overall system, especially if you like really get off on planning. You're like, oh my goodness, Kate, like I've got my power sheets and other non-power sheet related things. And like I am, I am about that life. So we're going to talk about those things as well. So the three phases that we're kind of going here, guys, are really dreaming and deciding, which is phase one. Phase two is about reworking and evaluating. And phase three is about planning for the future. So I think what really happens with the email list is for a lot of people, not like besties, but the others, if you will, the normies, is that they always consider their email list an afterthought. And we know that when we make our community, some people who we can interact with on a more intimate level, because like, I don't know, like, I know we talk about behind the scenes stuff here in the podcast, but like, I can get real real with my email list. And like, people actually really do crave that connection in their inbox where it might not necessarily work in other platforms, especially just not in blogging. Like definitely, you could not get away with what you can say in an email with a blog, because it's you're writing an email to a friend as opposed to writing something to be, you know, informative. I mean, your emails still can be informative and still teach, but like you get to have more fun with them and more personal angles. I mean, you know, this is what we talk about all the time on the show. And if you don't know, because this is the first one you're listening to, hit subscribe, okay? Especially if you're nosy AF like I am and you want to hear what's going on in my business on Friday. 
So in this dream and decide phase, we need to think about your business as a whole. And basically, like, what do you want to feel going into 2020? What are, do you want to embrace? I love having words of the year. And most of my email list already knows my words of the year. But for the rest of you guys, I will tell you on a Friday what it is. But really, for me, it is a general scope, a feeling of how I want to run my business and my life. Because I, well, I know I'm not my business. I'm not my profit. I'm not my email list number. Like, I have set up those boundaries. And again, more on that on Friday. What I really want to get across here is that I want you to pick a word that goes for everything. So not just like, oh, well, with my family life, I want this and with that, I want that. No, like if you want to be adventurous, you're going to be adventurous in everything. Your whole essence, your whole being, you're going to be adventurous in your fashion and your family life. Maybe you guys are going to go out of the house as opposed to just going to Netflix. You guys are going to try new foods and you are going to pitch yourself on podcasts. You are going to try some stuff you've never seen before. So I really want you to figure out that feeling that you want to encapsulate something you want more of. Maybe for you, it's ease. Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's abundance. That was my word for 2019. Although I do my words from November to November. So technically it was year 34's word and it worked a lot. But year 35 word, spoiler, it's a phrase, which you can totally do as well, really has helped me shape where we're going, me and you, for 2020 and I cannot be happier. So I really do want you to spend some time doing that and doing some brainstorming. What are some goals that you have? What are some projects that you want to get done? I know this is technically a Friday episode thing, but like I've been saying forever that I want to write a, an ebook for Kindle and to get on Amazon and do I want a YouTube channel and, you know, running the back to business bundle again because it works so well and do we want to do it twice and, you know, I want to launch Love Your List again live and all of those sorts of things. Do I want to have a, a mastermind? So all of those things just right Write it down. Really have fun with it. Don't worry about how this is going to fit in the year or how you're going to have time. We are actually going to take care of that in phase three, which is planning. But just really get this out because we need to make sure that our email list is relevant to those goals. So one of your goals, and it doesn't have to be at this stage of the game, like, oh, I want 10,000 Instagram followers, although it's fine. But maybe it's, I just want more Instagram followers. So we are going to make sure, as you see in our evaluate and rework phase, which is phase two, that things like our welcome series are actually leading people towards our Instagram and Instagram stories. And we're going to talk way more about your welcome series and your most profitable funnels as well, because that's a really big part of the rework and evaluate system. So Again, once you have your sort of dreaming and deciding done, again, we're not putting anything on the calendar yet, but what we want to do is really evaluate and you don't have to rework right now. Like if you're sort of sitting down and doing this, like the tangible tasks you can kind of do after we plan, which is the third phase, but the things that we need to look at are first and foremost, your freebies. Because again, the ABCs of email marketing is attract, bond, and convert. And when you attract the right people, you do a great job bonding and showing them how there's more like next steps, then asking them to follow you on the Instagram, asking them to put down some cash to buy your stuff, to share your freebie out with a friend becomes a lot easier when you've got all of these ABCs and they happen to be in order. If I walked over to your laptop, how many tabs are I see open? One? And let's be real, you're probably listening to this podcast with one earbud in and you're driving or doing the dishes, but secretly you're mapping out your next new course, which will definitely propel you to six figures and beyond. Unlike those eight other half-finished stinker courses that are just clogging up your hard drive on your computer, those things are going nowhere. But then you remember you haven't actually done a blog post in like two months. You should probably do that, but your traffic's like 
five, so that really doesn't matter that much, especially since you're now getting the red arrow of death from your Facebook business page. So clearly you now need to do a live, but you gotta clean up the house and make sure that the kids aren't around and get that done. So then maybe you'll go back to the course, but then I don't know about the blog post, but like, it's really gonna be that effective. And then you just get so frazzled and so overwhelmed. They just like, screw it. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls again. Hashtag Team Jess forever. The problem is, is that you're trying to run your business from a pretty notebook that you got from Target that you've lost and the scrap pieces of paper that you now use to kind of make up for it, which have a never I need to do list that never gets done because you're so scattered. What you need is a simple system that was created for somebody like you, an uber passionate, super scattered, shiny object prone, creative entrepreneur with a passion for business, but organization's not really your strong point. Created by somebody who actually gets it. The most anti-type A personality that there is, me. What you need is trailing for traffic. Trailing for traffic is literally your business in a box. See, I like that pretty notebook that we still can't find. Trailer for traffic actually comes with boards and workflows that you can use to run your business. I'm talking about breaking down everything into the nitty gritty smallest parts so nothing slips through the cracks. Everything from what you need to do when with a mega launch to how to use Pinterest without actually having to pay for a scheduler. And of course my favorite, how to plan out your quarter, week, and day. Cause if I'm looking at everything in my week, I'm gonna skip around. That's why my day board is my favorite. Now to get your hands on all of these 22 boards and 15 workflows, which have been called life-changing by not one, but several of the 100 students that invested in this course the first three days it was open. Craziness, right? Head on over to trellingfortraffic.com. That's trellingfortraffic.com. And guys, I didn't even tell you the best part. It's only 24 bucks. Isn't your sanity worth 24 bucks? especially when I'll give you that recognition and revenue that your business deserves. So head on over to trelloingfortraffic.com right now. So we want to make sure are our freebies still serving us? And I have to say that I took a big hard look, and I know this is supposed to be Friday, but I'm going to do it now, at some of my freebies. And I'm just like, one of them either needed to be completely redone or just gotten rid of. And I was like, is this even attracting the right type of person for me anymore? Because again, one of my really big goals for 2020 is to get Love Your List in the hands of so many people so that way I can help a million people live better lives because, you know, it's my students helping their people and then their people have a better day. So then they are better with their spouse or they're better with their mom or even the person at the grocery store they're nicer to. Like it's that ripple effect. Okay. And so that really, and this is where sort of this reworking and dreaming and evaluating comes in. Are you still talking to the same person that you were at the beginning of the year? And it is going to change. It always is. Something changes and tweaks. And if I do have freebies that are attracting more beginner levels, what am I doing in the interim? Because I have found that Love Your List is the most profitable for somebody who is more intermediate to advanced. It just, it is. Because it's a sales and copywriting course. Like, obviously, we do talk about some tech stuff, but... And there's a little bit of list building component, but it really, you know, it's all in the vein of making people cash. It's not when people are sort of just starting out sort of lighter and fairier. So that kind of brings to me like, oh, is that a potential gap? Again, evaluating, is that a gap? Do I need to create different content so I'm attracting different people? Do I want to create a, you know, a mini watered down, I'll say watered down, but do I want to create um, more of like a beginner sort of stepping stone, maybe something for like 47 for people? Like this is some things to be thinking about in this evaluation stage. And also with these freebies, besides the ones that maybe aren't attracting their audience anymore or things you don't even sell, is the flip side of, 
do you actually have freebies that are leading towards paid things? I have to say trailing for traffic, especially this time of year um, that has all my Trello boards and my workflows. And it is just a hot mess express version of how she keeps herself organized. It's the only tool that's ever worked for me. I don't care if you're an Asana person, a Trello person, an Airtable person, find something that can contain your brain. So I have my Trello boards that really bring down the minutia of everything. And it does fantastic right now, <laughs> like trollingfortraffic.com, guys. And I do, and some point, and we're going to talk about this in phase three, have wanted to rebrand it because that really does attract a lot of bloggers. I think originally it did have some of that connotation, but really it's about trolling for your sanity, trolling for biz, trolling for profits. Like there's going to be something where I think there is going to be a name and a brand change. But for right now, because I have other priorities, it's just like, the Trello course is there. It's fantastic. I'm really excited to help people kick it for 2020. But that one does not have, I think, a strong enough freebie leading to it. And it doesn't really have any content trails leading to it either. Like, it just is there. People hear about it. Other people talk about it. And then they buy it. That's literally what happens. The only freebie that I have that leads towards it is a Facebook Trello board, which that one, again, rework, evaluate, delete. I need to have it updated because it's like a year, two and a half years old. I know I don't have my Facebook group anymore and other people might not as well. So that's something that myself or the VA need to actually go ahead and take a look at, see what's going on. <laughs> Are there actual promotion days? What's happening? So it's really, really important that we first look at our freebies since that's sort of like our first line of where people see us. But again, it only works if we know our goal and our vibe, okay? So like if you want abundance or yours is adventurous and you want to try new things, then maybe for you, it's like, I'm going to keep all six freebies that I have and I'm going to try five more. Maybe if you're like me and you have your other words, you're not going to get out of me, guys. You almost tricked me. Then maybe it's about paring down and closing down some things, okay? So that's really what we need to look at for our freebies. The next thing I want you to look at, and you can probably honestly do this first, is just a little bit of tech. So is your tech actually serving you? Is things working the way they properly should? Are landing pages actually working? You know, are your thank you pages kind of working? And I realize that this is a long, kind of boring, tedious process. I get it. Like I said, at the very end, I'll give you the two things you just have to do. You have no choice. Those are it. But you need to look at this. So for myself, I realized where my business was struggling. Yes, I know. It's a spoiler alert to Friday was a lot of analytics. So in 2020, we are going to be not just relying on paid traffic, but that is especially promoted pins is going to be a big part of our plan. And so I need to know what blog posts to promote. And we're going to have to do some testing. But if I actually have better analytics to see, okay, what blog post actually leads people down a trail to me or to get on my email list is the best way to go. And with active campaign, they're ugly. Like their forms are ugly. They don't even have landing pages. Like it's a hot freaking mess. ConvertKit has really nice opt-in forms. They have upgraded their landing page so they are so much prettier. So I will be able to tell what is happening conversion rate wise without having to do a million different things. I can just go to my CK dashboard and see what is going on. <laughs> like that's all. All I'm looking for is some proper analytics and some tracking just in case. Okay. So Really, that's what I kind of want you to look for tech. I have tech like I have a SoundCloud account, the pro one. I don't need that anymore because I switched to Podia. And on Friday, we're going to talk about why we switched to Podia and all of that juicy goodness as well. So these are some things to kind of look at. Again, you're going to look at your freebies. You're going to look at your tech. Look at your legal. So we had an episode a while back and make sure to have it on the show notes about GDPR with Miriam. And 
she told us all these different ways that we can keep ourselves and our customers and email lists protected. So for me, it's like, was I being a little bit too lax on this? You know, looking into what ConvertKit has. So it's really important that we do look at those foundational pieces, okay? And that kind of brings us to our next thing that's really important is I need you to find while you're evaluating things, your most profitable and your most popular freebies. You got to look at those and you need to look at, especially if there is a welcome series or if you only have one welcome series that funnels everybody, not funnels, but one welcome series that like all of your freebies get, you need to go revamp that welcome series. So we had episode number 93, exactly what to write in your welcome series to create fans and buyers for life. And I'm not saying that you need to like tear it down or like do what we do in the email marketing fairy or in love your list. So the email marketing fairy is the email marketing fairy.com if you haven't gotten a copy, but it is to see your goals for 2020, how you have changed in 2019. Is it reflected in that welcome series that every single person almost on your list are going to see? So if one of your big goals was to get people on Instagram, then you need to make sure if it wasn't baked in before that Instagram is baked in to your welcome series. That is so, so important for your funnel. Have people purchased, have more yeah buts. Again, this remix slot principle come up. You know, you'll find the more that you write emails, the better you get. So maybe you'll look back, you're like, oh my goodness, this is horrible. Is your main or most popular freebie? Is it not leading anywhere? Um, one of my freebies that is extremely popular it's not leading anywhere because I was waiting on myself to launch Littlest Big Profit and it's just like three emails. It's just like, okay. So for myself, it's really, really important. It's really important for you that we have that welcome series or those funnels that are supporting our ultimate goal, guys. Okay. Remember, this is why we dreamed up everything in the dream and decide phase. So that way we could get it going. Maybe your vernacular has changed. So you're going to actually find that the intro and outro of this show are closing because spoiler, I got rid of my Facebook group. So why am I going to send you over there? And we got rid of the vault. So I'm not going to send you over there either because it did not fit with my words of the year. It did not fit with my mission for the year. So they had to get cut So I need to make sure that I am not mentioning them in old stuff. And while it can take you, you know, a whole month to go through everything, depending on how long you've been doing email marketing, when you start with the most popular and profitable, it is the best place to start because that's where you're getting the most eyeballs. So again, if you can only do one thing between now and 2020, or if you're not working again until say, you know, for the first week of January, make the first week of January revamping your welcome or funnel series. It's just, it's so, so important. Okay. So after we again have our dream and decide phase, that's our word, that's our goals, you know, just some, some things, some feelings, all that greatness. We have our rework and evaluate. Again, you don't have to stop everything to redo your welcome series right now. It's just to know like, what does it look like? Make sure you're putting it into your Trello board, onto Asana, your calendar, that that's something that you're going to be taking care of. Okay. And again, we've got episode number 93 and we have a whole bunch of resources. Like if you're freebies, you realize they'll stink. KateDoster.com forward slash freebies. You can get into the freebies that serve and sell mini course. So I have a whole bunch of things that can help you with any of this stuff, but I just want to make sure that it is on your radar. So really the last phase. So that way you are just... Your 
subscribers are living their best life ever in 2020 and you're living your best life ever in 2020, at least at the very beginning, is what I call the plan for the future. So because now we've evaluated, we know what freebies maybe we want to get rid of. Maybe we just want to tweak them a little bit. It happens, you know, their funnels, all of that sort of stuff. We need to start thinking about that ongoing nurturing and those real time things that are going on. So that is where coming up with topics for the rest of your emails for December. And we actually have a podcast episode. I want to say it's episode 62, but don't quote me on that, where it's should I stop sending people emails in December? So I will make sure that we get that one in the show notes with the exact wording so you guys know what it is. But that's a really, really fun one to listen to if you're like, hmm, I was wondering that myself. Should I? Should I not? And what I like to actually do when it comes to this planning for the future, because again, I've got my back end, I've got my things that are normal, is I like to create what I am dubbing, and I don't know if anyone else says this, but I'm calling it the one page year. Dun, dun, dun. I'm telling you, I really wanted to keep things nice and clean and easy for my brain. So what it is, and I use it, I think it's like a nine by 12 piece of paper. I'll put the um, mixed media notebook that I use in the show notes. That way you guys can see it over on Amazon. Get me an affiliate link. You don't have to use it. You can cut and paste it and find it someplace else. But literally what I do is I write January, like I have 12 boxes that I just physically write out January, February, March, April, May. I mean, you know how the months go. Okay. So then what I like to do is first and foremost, when I'm planning my this year, because I don't want to do like month by month. That's I, my brain just can't. It just can't. So <laughs> I put in any type of events or some you know trips that I have, some travel and also any time off that I really want to have. So basically the way that it looks and I know this is technically besties chat, but in April I am going to a conference and then literally like seven days later, not even I'm going to go speak at a conference. So for me, April I just know like, nope, nothing too big there. I know that in February, while we are doing something big, because I want to tell you about some stuff you should put on here usually next, uh, my family is going to Disney. Okay, so that's something. Um, I know when my children's birthdays are, obviously. So I want to make sure that it's like, okay, I'm not trying to plow two things huge back to back on top of this. So I like to try to keep it as like one big thing a month. And I'm aware that say, for example, and I'm just going to tell you this now, we are doing the back to business bundle in February that I know for a lot of January, while I might want to say promote trolling for traffic or whatever it ends up getting renamed, I know that my team and I are ultimately going to be gearing up all of February for around the back to business bundle. So while it is the first couple of weeks, those other two weeks afterwards are making sure that I'm warming up my audience, I'm getting to know everyone, that they actually have a path. And because I'm looking a little bit further ahead, after we take care of all this other stuff on the back end, I can focus on that going forward, okay? So then for myself in March, I know that we are gonna do another live launch of Love Your List because I purposely put the back to business bundle there as sort of like some pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-launch building. I know towards the end of March, we're gonna have another live launch. Okay, so then that's why, again, in April, since I have a lot of traveling and speaking, I know it's kind of light. Now, one of my goals, and we were going to talk with this on Friday, but I'll say it now, was I've been saying forever that I wanted to write a Kindle book or to start a YouTube channel. And particularly the YouTube channel was because I wanted to be a speaker. So I need to figure out where that fits in. And the reason why I want you to sort of look at this, and honestly, while I have the whole year here and I can kind of kerplunk stuff, I like to use pencil for this. You can also use post-it notes. I think post-it notes might be a little bit better. So you can sort of shape out your year. When you just give yourself one big thing, it kind of makes it so there's breathing room in your year. It's like, 
I don't know, like, when would I have time to put in this YouTube channel? When would I have time to write? Do I want to ultimately say, turn the writing process into something that's cash generating? So do I want to have a, you know, in May, since I'm coming back from my trip, I don't really have anything too, too big planned. Do I want to have like, you know, a writer's retreat weekend, weekend where like everybody meets up and we write our books together? Do we want to have like a, a virtual co-oping space? Do I want to, and this is where this other half of planning for the future comes from, particularly from your list, is that if, say, I know in May I want to release the book, not write it, but release it, in April, I'm going to make sure that I am showing people a cover, that I'm asking them things that they want to have, that I'm setting up a VIP list. This is why when you have these bigger things, you can kind of see, what do I need to do the month before? Or if you know it's going to be towards the very end, then you know, like say I'm going to launch it the very last week of March, or excuse me, the very last week of May, then I know all of May and maybe a tiny bit of April, I need to be talking to my list about this book, about the book writing process, about what's going on. And I can have other types of content other places, but this is really going to help you with that planning phase of what to send your list because that, guys, is the last half. We need to make sure that the things that we are sending their list, well, ultimately it does make them feel like a badass. It does make their life better. They do feel like they're not alone, that it ultimately supports our big business goals. So like if we really want to start a YouTube channel, we know that YouTube at the very beginning, really wants to see a lot of people with views and you want to launch this January 1st or 2nd or 3rd, then today you need to start talking to your list about it. You need to start asking them about, you know, questions that they've got going on and, you know, what they want to see covered or any of their tips or be like, you know, here's three tips for blank. You know, I'm going to tell you two more come April, not April, (laughs) come January. This is how we can actually settle it out. And what I want you to do to just sort of give your brain some breathing room is just look at December. So maybe there's two emails. If you decide you're going to send, what two things can you talk about? Can you talk about the weather? Maybe you're not quite sure which is going to go on in January. So maybe if you're in an industry where you're a lot like your client, you can talk about how you're a little bit aimless or how you're just kind of taking some space. Maybe you want to talk about how dealing with the holidays affects you and affects whatever your topic is. Okay. Those are the things that you can be thinking about because you're planning ahead. So say if I really did want a big push for trailing for traffic in January or towards the end of this month, what are some things that I could talk about? Do I want to talk about little tech stuff? Do I want to talk about how I actually set up my week and my month or how I deal with my VA or any of that sort of stuff? You know what I mean? So it still leaves a lot of room in case of say, I'm like, you know what? I really want to do like a short-term mastermind. Then I have the room to do it, okay? It's not like everything is so stuffed everywhere, like you've got to go micromanage. And if you're like me, usually I'm not planning out more than four months. I mean, I like having the 12 months on there so I can kind of see because the way that my business is run will probably have another public opening of Love Your List, I'm thinking October-ish maybe. And then see, I even told you, like this is where it's at. And this pop-up summertime launches do really well as well. So, you know, that way I can sort of plan my year around it. I can look ahead at some of my content so I'm not going in blind, okay? That's really what this big thing is about. So remember how I told you there's two things that if you did nothing else from this whole entire episode, besides, you know, snap a picture of it and tag me on Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, is the first thing is I really do want you to pick a word of the year. And I do want you to tag me on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster, because I want to see what your word is because I am nosy. And like I said, on Friday, I revealed what my word is. And the second thing is that popular 
welcome series or funnel. Whatever is getting the most eyeballs on it from people who are getting on your email list, make sure that that now fits your mission. You don't need to talk about that YouTube channel if you're not quite sure that you're actually going to get it. Because then I was like, oh, well, like, I don't want to say this. I'm not going to do it. I understand. But if you know that some point in this year you want to create a course and you're thinking it's about productivity, you don't know how it's going to work. You just know it's going to. Then make sure you start mentioning a little bit about that in your series. Make sure that this sounds like you because, again, people can change. Your vernacular can change. It is okay to embrace change, okay? And I know that your 2020 is going to be amazing because you wouldn't be spending your December trying to think and plan and really try to make other people's lives better if it wasn't going to be. So again, just to do a quick recap for everyone here, the three phases are dreaming and deciding. So that is going ahead, you know, just balls to the wall, have some fun. What are some things that you want? Number two is all about reworking and evaluating. So you don't have to do any technically reworking right there, but you're going to make some notes, especially about your freebies and your funnels. You know, are they actually working? Are they relating to what you now want to have, what your actual goal is for 2020? Are your tools and tech actually supporting you to where you want to go? Because again, fresh start, we talked about this last year. Usually it's the best time to rip off the Band-Aid. KateDoster.com forward slash CK. If you're like jumping on board convert kit with me, you got 30 days to set everything up for free. Hashtag just saying. And then number three is planning for the future. So we have our one page year with just one sort of big thing mapped out. The other thing, and I was debating about telling you about this because I didn't want to like really throw a wrench in our plan. But because we're planning out what we're going to be sending people a little bit, at least even in January, because that's one goal here, that really takes care of that nurture bond, maybe even convert if we're ultimately going to tell them about a couple of things that we can help people with. But I also want you to focus on at least every single month, how you plan on getting more of the right people on your list because that's really important. So I always suggest to people that they do maybe one sort of, I call it like a blitz strategy, meaning like something like the back to business bundle giveaway or a summit. Now maybe your summit, cause it's, you know, kind of late in the year, maybe it needs to be April and that's fine. Cause I still consider that quarter one, even though it's, it really isn't. And so you can go ahead and listen to April, excuse me, you can go ahead and listen to episode number 86 with Bailey Richards about how to actually have a virtual summit. Again, you can listen to all the episodes that I have about the back to business bundle, the behind the scenes, what went on. It's my contributor style giveaway. I love that. That's one of my favorite list builders. Maybe you're going to focus on some backbone strategies, like with Pinterest, you're going to get Tailwind, katedoster.com forward slash Tailwind. I can give you a free month if you want to check it out. But you need to make sure when you even have those months, while you might have those big projects, like say writing that Kindle book, what are you going to also be doing to grow your audience? Because people need to hear from you. And that was one of my biggest regrets. And you're going to hear this in Friday's episode was that people kept on telling me like, I'm so glad I found you or I wish I found you sooner. It is nobody's fault but my own. Nobody's fault. Okay. So I'll tell you about all about my plans to grow my audience, grow my community, find more people to come hang out with us here and all of that juice goodness on Friday. I am so excited to see the amazing things that you guys are going to create honestly for the rest of this year and in 2020. Again, take a screenshot just go and tag me in your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, D-O-S-T-E-R. I put a link to it in the show notes and I will see you guys on Friday for a besties chat. Thank you for having inbox besties in your ear holes today. 
why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.